Right, so uh, our first movie review of the day is going to be the for the film "Leave the World Behind." Leave the World Behind um, is based on it's a adaptation of a book. Uh, this is directed by Sam uh, Sam Ismail. Sam Ismail, you might know, he did the popular USA show uh, "Mr. Robot," which I very much liked a lot, um, and it, yeah, I thought it was a very good ending to that show as well. Um, so here with his kind of uh, feature film, it is about a family. You know, they're just white and blessed. Uh, decides like, you know what? Let's go away. Let's let's get a vacation. Um, let's rent a home for the weekend, have some good times. Uh, then all of a sudden, all these kind of strange occurrences start to happen. Um, you know, their Wi-Fi drops out. They can't get a signal on their phones. Uh, you know, they you know go into town. Nobody's there. Uh, you know, all these kind of really strange occurrences stop happening. They hear this weird noise all of a sudden. That kind of comes up this weird kind of piercing sound, and they're just trying to piece together and figure out you know all of kind of what's going on. And to add a little bit to this tension is you have um, Herschel and the, the, the family that we're first following here. Um, you see the husband and wife um, who's played by Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. And then you see kind of another set of characters kind of enter um, when we kind of get established with them where they're you know in this uh, Airbnb. And you see that Herschel Lee, he comes in with his daughter, um, Mahela, uh, who's played by Ruth Scott. Uh, oh, no, Mahela is the actress. And then, uh, yeah, Ruth Scott is the character here. And people might know her. She was in Bodies, 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 uh, which I liked quite a bit. Uh, that came out, I think it was last year that movie came out. It was one of my, one of my best ofs there. So she was in that. Um, so they kind of come there, come back to the home and says, like, hey, this is you know, our place. And you know, we were talking via email. But, you know, obviously there's a suspicion there because she's like, well, she never actually talked to him over the phone or you know, did any video chat or face to face with him. So she's Julia Roberts is very suspicious of that. Um, so they kind of, you know, wary the, the Julia Roberts and the Hawk and are wary of these people um, in their home, in the home while they're there. Um, so that's kind of the basic setup that you have here of this. It's, you know, kind of you're a little bit of an apocalyptic type of scenario or is an apocalyptic type of scenario. Uh, very much, you know, technology is starting to, you know, kind of mess up all around. And, you know, anytime the Wi-Fi goes out, you know, motherfuckers freak out. You know, it could be off of two minutes, you know what I mean? And they call in tech support. And the first thing they tell you, did you plug it in? Did you plug it, you know, plug it in, plug it out? You know what I mean? Did you do that? Turn it on, turn it back off, you know, mm-hmm. doing that, you know, people just freaking out. So imagine that happening over the course of, you know, multiple days, you you know, and that really bars your connection with the whole outside world. No phones, no computer, no internet, anything like that. Um, I'm going to pass it to you um, and get your thoughts. What were you, your thoughts on Leave the World Behind? So I'm glad we're talking about this movie. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm talking to you about it because I do want your um, interpretation, your opinion. This movie is like what two hours and eleven minutes long, two hours and twenty minutes long. Yeah, about um, that. The entire movie, they're you know with with the with the boat and the plane crashing and 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 the uh, and the cryptic warning on the on the television. Um, and uh, and and um, Mahershala's texts not going through to his wife. All these things are, you know, building up the the tension and fear of what's going on. The movie really doesn't ever leave. It's kind of like um, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, where they turn the the new dinosaur into into a, a monster. And it's a monster movie, but it's like a monster trapped in the mansion kind of movie. We never really leave 
the, the issues never leave the house. What's actually going on in the world, we don't ever really learn what's happening. The way I described it on TikTok when I talked about it was, Leave the World Behind is like a monster movie without the monster. Imagine Jaws without the shark. I'm watching the movie, and we get to the end. There's no who who's the what what's happening? Like they're talking about it. It's mysterious. It's it's ominous. Ominous. It's cryptic. But we never. Uh, am I am I wrong to say we never find out what the actual problem was? Because like I, maybe I'm missing something with this movie because like I can appreciate how stylized it was. I can appreciate the performances because it's Mahershala Ali. I'll see I'll see anything he's in. Mm. I didn't even know that Ethan Hawke and Julia Roberts were in it until I saw until I saw the trailer. But um, yeah, I, I I did not really like this movie if I'm being honest. I know some people really did. Um, uh, some people I think saw something I I didn't, but. Yeah, I was really confused when it ended. It it just ended, and and it's it's sci-fi thrillers can have an ambiguous ending, mm-hmm. but it has to make sense because if it doesn't, if there's no payoff for everything we just went through for two hours, what was the point? What's the movie about? Like I was really confused. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, start off with a positive of it. Uh, good it. At- Build intention. I think it does. Yeah. It's good at very build attention, raising these questions. Um, and like you said, it's not unnatural for a sci-fi movie uh, of this nature to have maybe an ambiguous type ending. Um, as far as you know, you know, left to more of the audience interpretations of things. You know that that's kind of sometimes fairly common with some sci-fi stuff of like you know what's going to happen next. Um, the issue I run into this movie is probably the same issues. Uh, that you have with it as far as okay it's raising a lot of questions you know Mahershala Ali kind of comes in it's like exactly you're kind of wondering okay what do you do for a living who do you really know um how do you know these kind of specific details of kind of maybe what's happening what's going on um you know also this stuff with you know you know again what is exactly happening what's causing these sounds could it be you know, some cyber attack? Could it be aliens? Could it be, you know, something other force there? I mean, I guess you could say that some of that is just like, well, that's just all background because the real focus here is the characters, is the the drama between these two families of kind of what's going on. Uh, because like I said, it's a weird situation. Um, you know, there's a little bit of a, uh, of a confrontation, not any physical or anything, but just as, you know, just you know, worried of like these people kind of coming in, you don't know them. And he's trying to introduce himself. Like, well, actually I own this house. We were talking, which you would think if you were trying to figure that out, why didn't they say like, well, I I can tell you my email address of the email that you sent it to. That would probably be an easier thing to to say to them. Um, But I don't know why they didn't bring that up, but uh, yeah, you know, and with Julia Roberts character, I guess you could say she's got some, and I've never really seen her in a role like this before. Have you uh, really with Julia Roberts? I have not. Um, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you, if you were about to say it, but um, um, she does give a little bit of Karen energy uh, <laughs> um, in this movie. Um, it's it's you know, being black men, it's hard not to see certain situations for what they are. Um, is she under the impression that this black man can't be the owner of this nice house? Like. 
Like, I, I get it. He left his ID in his coat pocket back at where we came from. But, like, I, I, I don't know. She she was really defensive. And Ethan Hawke was, like, really cool about it. I'm like, why can't you be more like Kim? I, I, I get it. Like, you're in the woods. You're, like, kind of. But this this man and his daughter found the home because it's their home. And they're just, they're being very honest about the situation. I get, I understand it's hard to trust them. But, like, Ethan Hawke was like, they're good people. They're they're scared. We're scared. Let's just you know, offer them. You know, it's their home. Like, yeah. But Julia Roberts, like, how come? How come you don't listen to your wife? How come you you you, you listen to everyone but your wife? And like, <laughs> it's just, and and like her her bickering with the daughter, like, bro, like they had like a lot of unspoken tension with just like the way that they look at each other, um, so. So I, I get that. Maybe the main focus was the tension between the, the, the characters, not what was actually happening on the real world. But the movie is called Leave the World Behind. And someone um, commented um, on, my, on my reaction on TikTok saying that um, um, the daughter, the, the white daughter, um, who, who's, who's like um, obsessed with friends, mm. um, she's like, like uh, a symbol or like an analogy. She's the one who leaves the world behind like she just wants to finish friends and see how how it ends and like her wanting to see how friends ends is like an allegory of how we want to it doesn't make sense it doesn't make it doesn't I, make sense like you know i so the daughter um is played by uh uh farah mckenzie uh she plays rose uh in this and she's the daughter uh they have two yeah. kids a boy and a girl and then she's the young girl um the stuff with so like you said she is binging a show she's binging the show friends yeah. and uh much like what people do you know once you binge a show it's like man, i gotta finish i gotta watch the next episode and the next episode so she's doing that on their trip uh where they are and then once the internet goes out she can't watch the show anymore and it's like she's got like she, she can't resist she's like I, I need to finish friends i gotta watch friends you know what i mean you know and i think a lot of this movie it's it's a commentary and i don't know i haven't read the book so i don't know if people who've read the book is, is the book like this as well is strong Same. in these themes yeah but it seems like the movie's trying to make a commentary about technology, you know, dependence on technology, um, the uh, humanities, you know, where would they be without the technology current? We're so reliant on it. Like you have Ethan Hawke mentioning how, you know, he tried to drive into town and he's like, without the GPS, he's like, I just got fucking lost. You know what I mean? Without the signs and he's like, I didn't, like, I just got confused. I didn't know where I was going and I just got lost for a minute. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's that kind of going on. And I think, the show with the whole thing with the friends and it's like and they do something at the very end of this movie that i thought was so nail on the head i was like oh my god like because if you know the friends theme song it like they try to play that into like the theme of the movie if you know the actual you know i, uh, I didn't hear that I'm, I'm glad i didn't that's crazy yeah uh because you know i mean you know the the friends theme song don't you mm-hmm. um so i think that was like so heavy-handed the way they kind of did that um, any, any more thoughts about this, uh, movie there? Um, I, I know there was like, it was trendy briefly <clears throat> on social media because apparently the, um, the Obamas are producers on the film. Okay. And apparently they said, um, a lot of this is, is accurate or true, but, but again, what is accurate? Like the warning signs, like we should all invest in a bunker like an underground bunker or like we shall be prepared for something but like what's the thing it's like 
2014's uh, Godzilla by Gareth Edwards. Uh, imagine if the entire movie we we hear about Godzilla, you know, we hear about the threats and the story, but we don't ever actually see Godzilla. That's just how I would describe this movie. Um, I, I'm glad I'm not, I'm not the only one who's a little lost um, with this movie because, yeah, just the story, the journey didn't have a destination. It just ended with with the daughter alone watching Friends. Like, like I don't I don't remember where, where did we last leave Mahershala Ali and his daughter before we moved away to the other house and like the the daughter's like in the basement by herself watching friends like yeah and like we never learned what like like you said we never learned what Mahershali did or does who he knows what he knows why he knows it it's a lot of missing pieces from this story so um I gave it three stars because it was very stylized it didn't have that Netflix original kind of look it looked like something that, that the director had full control over and uh, I did like the performances from uh uh, Mahershala Ali, uh, Ethan Hawke, and Julia Roberts. And uh, is it just me or like in their old age, uh, Ethan Hawke and Kevin Bacon are kind of <laughs> interchangeable, like, like uh, looks, looks wise. <laughs> they had, they did have kind of similar facial hair. Very similar so. looks, like you know, like white men probably in their in their like early sixties, late fifties, and like the salt and pepper be like they had very similar looks, and even their voices, I think, kind of, you know. Uh, What's it said in role models? If you white, you Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I with this, like I said, it's 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 good at building some tension. Yeah. Um, and just the paranoia that you would have uh in terms of like, yeah, what if the just like you just lost all communication? You know what I mean? What if that just happened in the fear of that? Um, you know, how helpless would you be? Um, and you kind of see that there. And then the whole kind of tension with the human element here, you know, obviously there's a you know a little bit of a, a racial dynamic that kind of plays into things here. Yeah. Um, Julia Roberts, like you mentioned, kind of Karen and she is kind of throwing out a lot of microaggressions, I guess, as they say yeah. in, in in here, with especially with the daughter and Mahershala Ali. I mean, I think he is aware of the situation, kind of coming into it, and he's trying to be as you know polite and gentle as possible you know, as soft as possible. He's like, you know, doing everything he can to make every accommodation to them. And then you get the daughter's perspective because it's like, well, if it is their house, I mean, then obviously, you know, it's like, okay, well, it's it's our house. We, you know, we coming back. So get the fuck out. You know what I mean? You can, you can kind of understand her perspective a little bit there. Yeah. Um, yeah. With everything. But like you said, there's not really a real destination to this movie. I guess if you just want to experience it, it's, it's more of an experience, I guess. Of, of just that, of, of kind of what's going on and the craziness there. Um, you see kind of few glimpses of other people. Like, there's that scene where, you know, Ethan Hawke's driving down the road, and I think you see in the trailer where he, like, uh, he gets pulled over by a Spanish woman, uh, yeah. and then she just, she can't, you know, and she's just furiously speaking Spanish. And I, I actually thought that scene was kind of funny, because he, he was so he was so scared. He's like, I just don't understand. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> like I gotta go. And he just kind of just drives off. Like that that was I don't know. I laughed hard at that. That's just I thought that killed me. Um but like, yeah. The the airplane dropping off the the red flyers and like the, the Teslas losing control and like piling up on each other in the highway. And like it's 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 very it's very Shyamalan. Like he'll throw a lot of symbols and like he'll try really hard to be mysterious and cryptic and but like it won't lead to anything. He was just trying to make a, a cool movie. 
you know it yeah kind of, kind of felt like that yeah that's actually a good comparison yeah M. Night, it, it kind of felt like that a lot of just like okay a lot of images and things yeah. and like okay where is this all leading to you know and, all and then when it and then when it ends you're like okay what the hell was what the hell was that <laughs> what the hell was that yeah did you want to do a little spoiler discussion about it uh, a little bit or about, about uh leave the world behind yeah um uh what else can what else can we say about it um yeah well uh, did you want to do a rating give you a rating before we do a little bit of a spoiler talk um so you have tune in and you have peak as above tune in and then this is cinemas above that then below tune in you have a tune out slash skip it then um you have stream it burn it and waste the fucking film um you can stream it um uh, stream it and skip it you don't have to watch this movie i watched it only because of marshall lee same as may december but i I ended up liking uh, May December for, for uh, you know I watched that movie for, for Natalie Portman, um, but I, but I ended up liking that movie uh, with uh, Leave the World Behind. I tuned in because of Mahershala Ali, and um, I was um, underwhelmed. Um, let's let's say so. Um, it's on Netflix. It's two hours long. Uh, maybe skip it. There's, Netflix has dropped uh, better projects as of late, so um, you know. You don't have to watch this movie if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I think I'd give it a skip it. I mean, besides for some of the performances here, uh, which are pretty good. I mean, Ethan Hawke is usually always reliable as far as giving a good performance. He's really good. Mahershala Ali is always really reliable in that. Um, cool cast. It's a really cool cast. Cool cast. Um, I think, like I said, tension. Good at that. But yeah. it, it, as far as leading to anything or something meaningful or, you know, it's like, okay, I mean, it seems like the overall thing, technology is bad. I hate to reduce it down to maybe that simple, boil it down to that simplest point, but I don't think there's, like, much else. Like, it's trying to maybe say something bigger yeah. or trying to do something else, but it's just, like, I don't think it really serves all that much here. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, you can have a movie where the, the danger is kind of not apparent or present all that much of, like, you can maybe have, like, the mist kind of play with that, but eventually with the mist, you eventually... You know, figured out kind of what it was eventually with that, like what kind of what was going on. Yeah. Um, and there's even similar characters you have in like a post-apocalyptic thing, like Kevin Bacon's playing like the big survivalist guy who's got he's got already a stockpile of everything. It's like, how did he even know? Like, seemed like he was already prepared for this. You know, mm-hmm. I guess being on you know Stormfront message boards, I guess is is beneficial in some front, I guess. Um, so that kind of was going on. But yeah, I just kind of give it a skip. It like you said, there's better other things on Netflix to watch. Um, I, I asked uh, Marley. He was on yesterday with me uh, when we talked a little bit about this movie. I think. Do you think that, like this is for Netflix this year's their like Bird Box? I guess. Or he said it was more like their Don't Look Up. I was gonna. I was gonna say uh, uh, Don't Don't Look Up. Yeah, this is their this is their political movie of the year that they probably thought was gonna be like fire. Like, oh, we're about to drop some heat, but like it it kind of comes and goes because it. It was lukewarm and like it didn't hit the story, didn't hit the message of the story, didn't hit. So I think this is a good comparison to uh, Don't Look Up, like trying way too hard, hitting the nail on the head at the same time, not really hitting the message home, you know? Yeah. Um, so two skippets will leave the world behind. 
Um, so spoiler. So in case you want to know, so what happens? Really, it's it's really not that much. Uh, but in case you want to stick around, you want to know about it. So what happens? Kind of. There's also a lingering thing in in here about like the deers that come around their the little Airbnb about like they all kind of huddle up and are basically scaring the shit out of the family at one point and then they you know there's a point where they get separated like the kid the boy in the family he gets really sick his teeth start falling out and throwing up blood um so then Mahersha Ali Kevin Bacon and the son they go to I mean I mean I'm sorry Ethan Hawke I'm saying damn you got me confused with two white dudes in there um, with Ethan Hawke, some Hershey Lee, Ethan Hawke, and the son, they go to Kevin Bacon to try to get some medicine because he knows, like, well, I know this guy's gonna have something that may help the kid. So, the movie, they kind of at the end, they get split up. Then it's with the daughter, uh, of Mahershala Lee, and then Julia Roberts, where they kind of they're doing their whole mission of trying to find the daughter, uh, Julia Roberts' daughter Rose, uh, where she goes missing. She being a dumbass kid, and then she goes missing, tries to go somewhere, um. And and they do that. I don't know what the point of the whole deers was. Like, why would the deers be trying to attack the humans? I didn't really get that so much. It was never explained. I didn't. I didn't really like what what's that doing. But yeah, so they try. And then so in their midst of trying to find the daughter, um, they get confronted by some deers. That's kind of hold their side mission. Then you find out the daughter is somewhere like in another house that's like I guess down the road or something like in another yeah place down the road. And watching friends, watching friends before, but before you see her watching friends, she's stuffing her face with all types of shit. She's like, you know, eating M and M's and Sour Patch and cake, and it's like, damn, girl, it's like, it's like I know, you, you know, I know you ain't that hungry. I mean, calm down, like, uh, but she's just, you know, stuffing her face, and then you see her. She walks down, and then is in a bunker, and then this bunker's all fully prepped. You know, it's all got all the food for months and years. It's got water. It's got all that stuff. And then you see there's a huge DVD collection, and then you see Franz is on there. She grabs Franz, and then boom, she pops that in, and then she smiles, listening to watching Friends. That's how it ends. There you go. And the movie just cuts off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's kind of her whole big thing is just constantly talking about Friends. Uh, how it's like, I want to see how it ends. And she has like this dependent relationship with Friends. I showed it. Hell, somebody, her mom could have probably told her what happens at the end of Friends. Hell, she probably seen the show. Like, okay, boom, this happened, this happened. There you go. Fucking, <laughs> the show yeah. ended like 20-something years ago. Seriously. Like, like there you go. Is that, this is what happens. Not even that good of a show. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what kind of happened there. Um, do you want to see this? Is, I see some funny, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just curious to see what other people gave it. The audience score is super low, but the critic score is High. The critics were they critics gave it seventy six percent, but audiences gave it thirty four percent. Um. So let me see, let me see some of these reviews here. Um. So this one, this person gave it a one star. They said, "Wasted two hours of my life all the way around. Uh, uh, weird. Zero conclusion to any part of the movie. The acting was way over the top. How about some finality to any portion of this movie? Weird animal stuff and zero ending. Why would a mom sit in a in some odd hut and stop uh, and stop to uh?" pontificate while her weird daughter just randomly leaves the family. Bad acting, producing, and directing. Uh, <laughs> this person gave it half a star. They say, whiny characters. I wanted to that uh, that stupid little girl get eaten to death by the deer. Secondly, this was a horrendous goddamn movie and Obama should be ashamed. This movie was it's so boring and asinine. This movie seems dragged uh, on too long. 
uh, a series of preposterous events with no plot development, no explanations. I don't need everything tied in a bow at the end, but they just kick uh, all their laughable apocalyptic events and the questions a viewer might have in a dis, uh, this evil heap to languish into oblivion. No character development. They're extremely annoying and unlikable, with the exception of Ali, uh, who, despite trying to deliver, couldn't save a very bad film. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of people kind of going off on this, I guess. Yeah. I wouldn't be that harsh about it, but I, uh, yeah. I yeah, like, over-the-top acting? No. N- n- not from those three. Um, uh, not producing? That's just... No. Not now you're just talking like <laughs> yeah, maybe it was yeah. based on a you know when when Trump came into the White House and he had to give him the keys and everything like that it's like oh this was what it was like <laughs> I mean like that. yeah um so yeah that was uh, leave the world behind who skip it. <laughs>